Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Pack therapy once Welcome again. Welcome to the special birthday edition. The birthday edition. Um, I guess that's the one thing. Well, no. Two things we'll celebrate tonight. One, Craig's birthday. Two, the tank is still chugging along. <laughs> I guess that, you know, you try to look at the bright spots of things when, when this team it is so frustrating to watch this team play. How do they play against the Boston Bruins 24 hours ago? Like they played and I was sitting here praising them on their defense and how they skated so well. What the hell happened 24 hours later? You know what? They played five minutes tonight. They played the last five minutes. Yeah. And, and you go, if they would have played like that for 60, they win this game walking away. They played five minutes. And then that last five minutes dominated all their shots, their goals, and their scoring chances. I, I don't know. I, 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 I struggle to – do they play to their competition? Is it because Buffalo Sabres are towards the bottom of the standings and Boston's a game you get up for? I, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's like, show. <laughs> and uh, thanks, everyone, we'll for joining us. Um, we're out. Oh, here it is. Like clockwork, um, Monsieur Stalin, Buffalo Sabres are a budget NHL team after tonight. They beat Pamelka and the puck still didn't cross the goal line. He hired them. Ridiculous. How about always, that one? Always with the conspiracy theory takes. I appreciate it as always. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, on the subject of Craig's birthday, obviously, he will be joining us a little bit later. So if you want to write Craig a birthday comment... Please put it in the comments, a birthday message, and we will star them and show them when Craig gets here. Seriously? Later. So, yeah, why not? Okay. No, that's fine. fine. I'm all for it. I'm just asking. Just a comment. Oh, care. my God. Oh, Lord. Anyway, well, you let's just... show up, though. <laughs> Craig? Yes. Last Man. time, I don't know what he did last game. I don't know what it was. It took, the elevator. took way too long. Way too Must slow. elevator. Anyway, let's start out by just looking at tonight by the numbers. Um, shots ended up being pretty even at the end, even though it wasn't trending that way. Um, Buffalo ended 35 shots to the Coyotes 28, but they had outshot the Coyotes um, 12 to 9 in the first and 18 to 5 in the second. But the Coyotes stormed back in the third, outshot the Sabres 15 to 5. 
Um, both teams having success on their power plays. Um, once again, Coyotes penalty kill, not successful, but great to see them get a power play goal tonight. It felt long overdue. Yeah, that shot number is deceiving, the 35-28. I mean, it's 30-14 to 14 after two. I mean, yeah. Buffalo Sabres, at least they showed up to play. We had, we had heard on Twitter today of all this, uh, the COVID positive test that showed up in Buffalo. You, you see Craig. I almost Anderson, thought this game wasn't going to happen. wasn't going to happen. Craig was hoping on his birthday he could get the night off, but yeah. sadly, <laughs> no. And then Craig Anderson plays first game since November 2nd. He hasn't had a lot of practice time. And he's 40. He's forty years old. Hasn't played. How old Craig is turning tonight? I, I he won't tell us. Like, that's BS. If you're a guy, tell us how old you are. <laughs> um, but, but so everything's going in their favor, right? Like their 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 lineups depleted. Their goalie hasn't played in three months, and they really had no choice because Aaron Dell got suspended. And now they've since waived him because they want to get him back down to the minors if they can. What happens? Like I, I don't know how you don't start from the drop of the puck going okay. We we haven't won in a week. This is a game. Hey, we got this on veggies and net. We're gonna roll. Let's go from the drop of the puck. And it was exactly Katie, the opposite. The Coyotes were favored on DraftKings in this game. You've got to be kidding me. And that just doesn't happen, right? And it the first never period, happens. There were a few, a few, very few opportunities for the Coyotes. I thought Fisher had two looks. One on the power yeah. play with his line mates. Yeah. Um, but to get another penalty and give up a goal. Isn't that the same theme? And if you're going to play that shitty and you're not going to skate and you're not going to work, then don't take any penalties. And I, and I maybe I'm being hard on them, but boy, they didn't show up tonight through 40 minutes, maybe through no. 50. They didn't I show feel up. So like, you, Oh no, carry no, on. Go ahead. I'm just on my rant. My rant. I was, like, the last five minutes showed they can play the last five minutes. They had the puck. They got shots on net. They hit the post. They had empty nets. They showed they can pl- not just play with this team. They're, they could play above the Buffalo Sabres. They just didn't for the first 50 minutes. And I, I know they played last night. They played in a, you know, a, a close game against a really good hockey team, but you still have to come out to play the next day. I, I mean, you, you don't play again until next Tuesday. So it was really, the start was extremely disappointing. And the way that everything I said, good last night game about how they defended well, defended the rush. How many odd man rushes in the first period alone? A three, four, like that's not good defending. So you, and veggie, um, when you need the world-class performance, you need him to play well. And here's a tip for everybody watching. When you watch veggie slide and we talk from one side of the crease to the other, or he gets outside of the blue, we call that active or busy. When you see him be active or busy, expect him to have a tough night. And there was two or three that he slid completely out of the net and, and Buffalo just missed an empty net opportunity on at least two occasions Well, Phil stopped him on one, but that's when you get concerned. It just was one of those nights. It just wasn't going the right way for the Coyotes. No, absolutely not. And it's a bummer because um, the first game of the season against Buffalo was actually Vimelka's first NHL game. Um, and that was a 2-1 shootout loss. So you would have had to imagine maybe he would come back and have a similar performance then. But um, I the, that first goal, he should have saved. The second one, it wasn't really his fault. He was set up poorly by his team again you talked about not defending um but even on that first one though and i like it i know craig commented that's one he'd like to have back i agree that it's not i thought it went off the post and it goes above his pad below his glove you would just like to see the defender going out there on the on the penalty kill 
making more of an effort to get in the shooting lane just outside the shooting lane and sometimes you do that and protect your body i don't know i'd have to go look at it again to see why the player's not in the shooting lane but the player's not attacking the Akposo who takes the shot so you'd like to see a player make a better a better effort to get in the shooting lane and better attempt to block that shot especially on the penalty kill um but yeah i, I think that's when he wants back the second one the two-on-one I, I mean i don't know if he has any chance on that one no I, as we say, there's one, two, and three mistakes again, and it, and it ends up in the net. So it's a frustrating game to watch the Coyotes, and, and there was just through 40, there was really very little to go, oh, the, this guy was good, or that guy was good, or, you know, this guy's moving. I, we talked to Schmaltz the last two games about he's finally, hey, he's getting goals and he's doing things. There was a moment in the in the second period where he's going through the neutral zone, and like it was like he's in cement. And someone just came from behind him, stole the puck, and goes back the other way. And I know that he's a better skater than that. I know he's a faster player than that. I know he's a better player than that because we saw it in the last two games. And that's where we talked about what you want from Nick Schmaltz. You want to see him do that elite player that we know he can be and do it consistently. And it was just it was just a frustrating, disappointing um, loss for this team. They've lost a lot of games. This is one where you go – Man, if they just got their legs under them and moved their feet, they have a chance to win this game. So it's really disappointing because when you look at the schedule, Leah, who do they play next? Um, unfortunately, Colorado. <laughs> yeah, turns out the Colorado Avalanche. And um, it's on the road and in Colorado. And Colorado, first of all, 9-0-1 in their last 10, 19-2-1 at home. So my money is not on the Coyotes in that one. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. And Christian said, "Love Keller. Uh, he, he's <laughs> it's the second night in a row where when the goalie is pulled, the puck's on his stick, and he just wasn't. And he's in that same, but he's in that same spot, and that's the same spot he's on on the power play, and he's just hungry for it. He really yeah. is. And, he, and that's when they dug in, and that's why you knew they had it, and that's." That's why I'm, I'm having a hard time finding excuses on the back-to-back because the last eight minutes of the game, when you should be the most tired because it's later in the night, you've played 50 minutes, that's when they had the most energy. So to me, it was there. They just needed something to spark them. And you have to find a way to, to do that yourself. You have to self-motivate or you got to go to the guy next to you on the bench in the first period and go, hey, pick it up. Let's get our feet moving. You got to... You know, and, and if you're one of those players, I remember Coach Tockett used to talk all the time about he had to get a hit when he was playing. If he didn't have it or his legs were tired, he had to get physically got to make that first hit of the game and then you're in it. They just didn't feel in it until the last five minutes. So it's frustrating. I'm just dying at the comments. How um, do you do all this? How do you multitask like that? I guess I... I grew up in a digital age. And I didn't, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, one bright spot tonight, which was kind of like a sigh of relief <laughs> through the pain, was um, Gosses Bear's power play goal. Once again, Gosses Bear, Kessel, Keller, the three of them connecting. Um, great puck movement on the power play. It was Gosses Bear's eighth goal of the season. Keller um, now has 31 points in his last 34 games. So we've been talking about it a lot, um, his success this season, and we just talked about it again. But great to see those numbers for him and, and great to see the Coyotes not get shut out by the Buffalo Sabres because that might be the only thing that would have made tonight worse than it already yeah, that was. was. That was a good shot. And you, you saw the guys get into the net, getting in Anderson's way. And I got to give it to Anderson. He played a really strong game for one, yeah, not playing. I'm so happy for like him as, as a person. For sure. And he's a guy that's had a really tough year and has missed most of the season. So 
I, I thought he played exceptionally well. Um, and it's, it's good to see him play well, but it's also good to see guys get in front of him and get that power play goal. And that's how you score. You simplify it back to the point, get traffic pucks going. Yep, Mike said eight degrees in Buffalo, Arizona wins that. That is very I always true. Said, I always said that, and they said all the time, the people in Colorado give it to me. But yeah, we'll look outside. How are you doing? Only one team wins the Stanley Cup. We get weather like this all winter long. So. Very true. Very true. And things in the state of New York, weather-wise, not the best tonight. Well, it was getting dire, I will say, on our side here, trying to pick the drafting sportsbook king of the game to the point that – we actually pulled a name out of a hat originally, and then luckily, just minutes later, Shane Goshesbear said, don't worry, I got this, and scored on the power Thank play. Goodness. Therefore, Shane Goshesbear is our DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, king of the game, one goal, three shots on goal, and that's just but, about all I have to say about yeah, that. He's been an o- offensive upside all season long for this team. <laughs> Uh, his resurgence, we've talked about over and over again. He's moving the puck well on the power play. He looks poised. He can, he's got a good shot, but he moves the puck so well and he skates so well. Deserves to be king of the game. And, you know, we talked about the all-star. He he could have been on this all-star team too. Unfortunately, there's only two defensemen on that team. And you got guys like Kale McCarr in the central division. So it makes it really, really yeah, tough. Yeah, Shane Goss is fair and Kale McCarr not really... Yeah, Terrible. I tell you what. Yeah, we'll see again on, on on Tuesday how that matchup works. Who knows? Well, PD, I know that um, you wanted to. It's been a while, but we wanted to do a PD's puck talk tonight because it there, like you said, there were so many. But there's uh, so many man rushes. Man and rushes. Look at this logo, everyone! There's finally a logo. How about that? PD's puck puck talk. There is a rumor. I don't know if you've heard the rumor around the PHMX offices that this is going to start being actually video breakdowns. Wow. Soon. Soon. Okay. Very soon. All right. Could be as soon as next week. So which player are you going to break down for? You know, we're going to break we're going to break down the second goal, the two-on-one goal against. And it's just something simple that people can watch for during a game so you can kind of see what happens on an odd man rush or why it's created. And oftentimes it's by the defenseman we call pinching when he's on the blue line and he has to come down in the offensive zone, trying to keep the puck in the zone along the wall. And in this case, Anton Strawman has to come down from his blue line defensive position down the wall, trying to keep the puck alive in the offensive zone so they can get an opportunity in the offensive zone. That's great. That's the play you want him to do. The most important thing on that, though, is you need support, which means you need someone to take your place. And in this case, the highest forward in the zone was Andrew Ladd. He's the highest player in the zone. So even if you look at the screen where Andrew Ladd is, he can look and see five Sabres are in front of him. He's he's okay. He's okay because he is above the Sabres. Above means he's closer to his goalie than the Sabres player are. So right now he is okay, but he's got to start thinking he's got to be in a defensive posture, a defensive mindset. Once the puck gets by him and you see the Sabre player coming up the wall, now Andrew Ladd has to get in front of that player. He has to stay above him in a defensive posture. Unfortunately, he goes towards the puck, and when he does that, it creates a two-on-one, and now he's back-checking, and he left the defenseman all to himself, and, and that puck ends up in the net. But that's that's one of the ways when we talk about all of these odd man rushes, and you look at the defenseman that's trying to defend the two-on-one, saying, well, is there anything else he can do? Well, 
it's not necessarily that defenseman fault. And we can't blame Anton Strauman for keeping the puck in the zone. We've already talked about how offensively challenged this team is. They need to keep the play alive in the offensive zone as long as they possibly can. Defensemen need to pinch. That's what they need to do. But then someone's responsibility on that ice has to be, okay, I got to take care of it defensively for that player. And that's just a mindset playing defensively. And unfortunately, when that puck went back down low, Andrew Ladd wants to go get that puck. That's what players do. Want to go get the puck. Let's go get the puck. It's just too bad he doesn't recognize that there are Buffalo players coming at him and, and he does need to stay above that play. So that's one of the ways that odd man rushes are created because people are not supporting each other on the ice. Um, Christian said, after all these PDs puck talks, I feel like I can coach an NHL team to the cup. <laughs> Christian, me and you. Yeah, it must not be that good because I'm sitting here right now and I'm not there. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're doing great, PD. No, but it's fun. It, it is. And it, you know what? It's 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 hard when people watch this game. And it's like me watching basketball. I don't know what's going on. I know when a guy puts the ball in the hoop, they get two points or maybe three, depending. Sometimes one. But that's all I know. I, I don't get the rest. Like I don't. I don't know what the hell who's doing what and pick and rolling. I don't no clue what they're talking about. So, <laughs> hockey's so similar that they're moving so fast and it's such a chaotic game. You don't know what the hell's going on. It's nice to get it slowed down sometime. So next time you watch the game, you have something to look for when that D pinches on the wall. Look for forward to cover up behind him. Well, just trying to just trying to <laughs> spread the game. Spread the game. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do here. I appreciate it, PD. I go now. Um, <laughs> yeah are we done here like, that's all i got um well before we move on um as you can see i'm wearing my u of a sweater tonight because u of a was the only arizona team that won tonight actually should we check what's going yeah, on they in did the win in, the in overtime ben mccartney scores in overtime on a comeback he gets the tying goal halfway through the third period and he gets the game winner okay. in overtime ben never McCartney. mind I stand corrected. Yep, that's the Tucson Roadrunners beat the Bakersfield, Bakersfield Condors. That's a big win for them. They needed yeah, on a Star win. Wars night. And if yes. people would have listened to Down the I ten, they would have known it was Star Wars night. But <laughs> and they would have known that Jay Verity was very much considering dressing as Darth Vader. Yeah, we tried. Uh, yeah, we we really we, we did try. But do you guys hear my cat? I'm I do so... actually. <laughs> <laughs> she just wants oh, to get her cats and rainbows at Leah's house. The street racing is later. It's too early. 10 o'clock race, race, first race tonight. <sighs> I can't do this. I can't. Um, anyway, where was I even going? Well, I have no you idea. Would... We're talking about Tucson and U of A. Are you going to sell some t-shirts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sell some t-shirts. Um, you're wearing your Cody the Coyote shirt. I'm not wearing my back the A shirt, but I did wear it when we did do down the I-10. So if you haven't seen that, um, head over to the PHNX Locker. If you're a member, you get weekly membership deals on merchandise. This week, the Sun shirts are 20% off. If you want to support a team that's won nine in a row, not lost five in a row, um, you can buy some Sun shirts from the PHNX Locker. And also check out all of Craig's incredible work. If you want to give Craig a birthday gift, go subscribe to gophnx.com, become a member, and then let Craig know that you did because his work alone is worth the cost of a membership. And then not only do you get all of Craig's work, but you get all the work of all the incredible talented writers here at PHNX. So become a member, join our members only discord. Um, I was asking them tonight who the King should be before. <laughs> um, and everyone was giving their two cents. Everyone was making me laugh. So it's a good time. It's a good time um, to become a member of PHNX. 
and X. Yeah, and if you ever yeah. have any questions about the, the collective bargaining agreement in the NHL, jump in the <laughs> Discord. Holy shit, those guys know what the hell they're talking about. That, that, that room's on fire. They, they got contract stats. They know the rules. No, that's a conditional pick. I can't even get in there. I just want to talk about neutral zone four checks and stuff. <laughs> they're way over my head in that room sometimes. Oh, boy. Yeah, five in a row, Leah. What, what now? It's too much pack therapy. I need a pack celebration. I'm I know we sad. do. And, and on, what, is it next week? I don't know if you look at the standings. Oh, boy. Colorado and Calgary coming up. Yeah, Calgary, Calgary's another team. That, and then that, the All-Star break? Do, do the Coyotes get a win fallen. before the All-Star break? Calgary, Calgary's fallen in the standings a little bit. Um, they're the team that was towards the top of the Pacific Division early. But it's still a team that does not match up well when you look at them against the Coyotes and, and how that, that team is built in Calgary. They're a little more physical. They play a full 200-foot game, and they're, they're a tough, tough team. Um, I don't know if that's a good matchup for the Coyotes. So I'm not hopeful going into the all-star break. So we'll see if that five becomes seven. Who knows? One, one at a time. One, one at a time. yeah. One at a time is right. Mike is watching from Buffalo. Thanks, Mike. We appreciate that. Um, speaking of from Buffalo. So Sean is not producing our show right now because Sean was at the game and he sent us a selfie and there's Cody, the coyote being represented in the stands <clears throat> And he had some intel as well that Buffalo fans were booing other Buffalo fans who were wearing Eichel jerseys. <laughs> so I yeah, thought that harsh. was pretty funny. <laughs> we have to. I know this week we're gonna get we're getting a chance to, to go around the NHL, but that's one topic I really want to dive into is, is Jack Eichel because it, it's a. We know we have the next surgery and been waiting, but all, all reports are he's been practicing with the team, playing extremely well. He looks great. But there's no plans to get him into the lineup, and I don't know if it's if it's health related or if it's strictly financial. So, we'll have to talk to to Craig S. Morgan and find out what's really going on there in 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 Vegas to see if they're just going to have to wait till the playoffs so they can fit him in under the cap, like Kucharov did last year in Tampa, or if they're going to have to move some money around to get him in the lineup. Anyway, that's my Jack Eichel thirty second update. Sorry. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get more to that next week when we go around the NHL. And another part of that that we're going to get to is also Evander Kane, um, who scored in his debut tonight with the Edmonton Oilers to beat Montreal. So I guess if Montreal had to lose tonight and Ottawa had to lose tonight, the Coyotes also had to lose tonight. Um, so <laughs> yeah, the Oilers seem to tank watch. Have find found their offense. They're seven two winners over Montreal on the road. Um, They've got a few wins in a row here now, so maybe they're going to try to dig themselves out of the big hole that they made. But the standings, you're right. Like you, They're still one point ahead of the Montreal Canadiens, and I don't know. Um, no separation again from Ottawa. They're still six behind Ottawa and eight behind Seattle. So no movement in Tank Watch 2022. The race for right is still on, and it's still Arizona and Montreal leading the charge. And, boy, maybe that's what they need. Maybe they should have a seven-game series, Arizona-Montreal. And, and that's, you know, we talk about tanking to get in the draft. Maybe you have a playoffs to win the Stanley Cup and they a take playoff a don't to, make the playoffs. But do you have to win, to win. for it or do you yep. have to lose for it? Take all the teams that don't make the playoffs. And now they are in the draft. Instead of a draft lottery, you play. And the, now you have to be the best of the worst. So that helps you avoid tanking. You okay. can't tank because okay. you can't get a pick then. So you got to be better than that. I know. 
I'll call Gary after this is the show. Yeah. Is over. Yeah. Just you're, you're, you have him on speed dial. So you'll yeah. just give him, a, give sure. him a call. Sure um, well, <laughs> um, other NHL news too, that I do want to just mention Michael Bunting had a hat trick tonight for the Leafs, um, helping them in their comeback against the Red Wings. It is with the joy and sadness that I watch Michael Bunting have success. Yeah, he, he's a guy that I, I thought that this team, we've said it before, that this team could have tried to keep financially. Um, I think he fit in their plans. I think he would have signed if they would have offered him the right number early, and I think he'd be here. But how do you how do you give a kid who's from Toronto and have him pass up the opportunity to play for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and that's where you grew up? I, I, I mean, I, I don't know how you don't sign that contract with the Toronto Maple Leafs, whatever they offer you. So I'm really happy for him. I think he's fit in well. It's a team that I still think can be competitive in the Eastern Conference as the playoffs pick up, and he's going to be a guy that can add offense for that team. Uh, I miss him here. I, I miss his energy, his drive to the net, and how he gets those dirty goals and how his feet move. But for him, it's a win-win, definitely. And I think that Toronto team's going to need him if they're, if they're going to go a long ways in the playoffs. Definitely. Well, another um, loss tonight, the second of ASU's day. Sorry, ASU fans, but ASU unfortunately lost 5-3 tonight, um, which all but is ending their tournament hopes. Huge, huge bummer for them. But on a positive note, Josh Doan did score two of ASU's three goals tonight. Yeah, he's he's come out as one of the best freshman players in the country this year, and I think that's you know, fantastic for him and the future of this program. You're going to look at them moving into the new building next year um, with a marquee sophomore player in Josh Doan. I think that bodes well for this team next year. Very disappointed. We've had Greg Powers on several times, and this is a team that expected to be in the NCAA tournament. I just don't see how that's going to happen right now. I, I think they needed to have a better first half than they did. And barring that, they needed to, to get at least one, if not two, wins in Minnesota State at Mankato this weekend, and, and they just didn't do that. So back to the drawing board, get it back to the recruiting. I know there's some guys coming in the portal, and try again next year. And uh, Josh Owen will get some reps in at the arena he will be playing in when he does make the big club <laughs> if ASU and the Coyotes end up sharing that arena. So, you know, yeah, that's be what we need. Are we going to get on familiar. that? We're going to get Craig scheduling those double headers. The ASU Coyotes doubleheaders. I think that'd be except fantastic. except you know how so like when I worked for the U of A hockey team and the Tucson Roadrunners, there'd be like today. This happened actually today down there. U of A played at one thirty and the Roadrunners played at seven. But instead of the Coyotes getting the night game, like the Coyotes are going to have the yeah. one o'clock game because ASU has scheduling. ASU yeah. gets seven o'clock Saturday night. The so it's going to be like one. Coyotes, like one p.m. Saturday, and then Coyotes ASU Jets. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> a little matinee in the parking lot, some tailgating. I don't know if it might might be a good lead and good for the program. I'm here for it. We're not talking any more arena stuff today. I'm sorry. No more arena Apologies. stuff. Well, I don't really have a lot to say about this game, to be honest. Um, Did you know thing... Buffalo's beat the Coyotes eight out of their last ten trips into Gila River Arena? Did you know that? Well, good thing they're not playing in Gila River Arena next year. Uh, maybe <laughs> and maybe that. the streak will finally snap. <laughs> exactly. Because there's – I don't know. I, I'd like to sit here and talk more about this game while we wait for Elevator Craig, the birthday boy. I honestly There's nothing to say. don't know what else to say. There's nothing. Um, there is one thing. This was Christian Fisher's 300th NHL game tonight. 
and, and I thought he, he, I thought he, I thought he was going to get a goal in that power play rush, but he put it right into the pillows, as Tyson Nash would say. <laughs> Can we do that? I, oh, play Tyson Nash bingo. Tyson Nash bingo over the All Star break. Can we put together our bingo card for Tyson Nash? And we should do it in the studio on a live watch. And everybody has a Tyson Nash bingo card. And we can, as long as we have Uber, we can make it a drinking game. I'm in. <laughs> I'm 100% in. Back of the net, pillows, pumpkin. Like we can have mitts. We can have all kinds of them. I'm totally in for the Tyson Nash bingo card. Shane is trying to help us fill time by asking. Did, did you get a text yet? Is he in the elevator? No, I was about to text him. Where are you, Craig? There's not enough to talk about. Okay, we might have to pull game. up some. We're, we've, we're, we are saving extra content for Craig. That was yes. kind of the point because it's yes. his birthday and we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, but where is he? I am not sure. Are you texting we, him? I'm, I just texted him. <laughs> You guys, it's fine. Right about now, we need that Jeopardy music. (laughs) I wish there was something more to talk about on the game. There just isn't. Okay. Well, here's what we'll do. Let's talk about the the tank. And we'll talk about the game in 2014-15 that the Buffalo Sabres fans were so invested in their team tank. And I will say this about the Coyotes fans is that I think Coyotes fans are realistic about this tank. um, But want it to be an interesting game. And that was some of the feedback from tonight. Last night, the Coyotes lost, but it was, quote-unquote, a good loss. Um, I think everyone kind of came into the post-game show feeling like, okay, that wasn't bad. Um, Tonight, not so much. But what Coyotes fans are not doing is so outwardly cheering for a loss like the Buffalo Sabres fans were doing back in the day. In 2014, and 15, you got to remember where that was going, Lee. You got to set the stage for that. That's that's the Connor McDavid draft. That's McDavid Eichel. I mean, that 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 was the prize over the last. That's like next year. It's going to be like next year. Yeah, it's like people are talking about Connor Bedard's draft, and and so this is you've gone through the tank all season, and you've just you're right there, and this is the team you're playing against. Like take tonight's game, and if this was game 82, and it's Buffalo Sabers, Arizona Coyotes to get last. Man, yeah, I get it. Like you're you're running down yeah, the stretch. Yeah, eighty-two. You're down the stretch, and you're going, "Oh shit!" Like, if we want to guarantee Eichel or McDavid, we really need to lose. And the Coyotes just couldn't seem to get that one right either. Couldn't seem to get it right, and there's actually a clip from that game. So roll the clip, not that clip. Oh, that's the wrong clip. <laughs> there's another clip. Shane. Is there the other clip? It's it's. I can play it if you want. I'll play it. Here we go. Bottom on it. Gives it to Gagne. He shoots. He scores. And the Coyotes, for the second time on this road trip, have won it in overtime. The cheering you hear is in Buffalo. That is yeah, that's not a road game. That is not at Heel River Arena. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I don't. I, we all we're all trying to embrace the tank. I don't want to ever see a point where you have to cheer for your opponents inside your home arena. I just I, I don't want to see that. I mean, we, we see how this team I think is going to take care of the losses all by themselves. They don't need us rooting for them. I think we can root for individuals. I think we can root for them one game at a time. Um, you can clearly root for Clayton Keller, Gosses Bear, Kessel every night that they touch the ice. I just don't know if you ever get to a point where you root against your own team. At least not 
not outwardly, not at the arena, like standing up cheering. I just yeah. think that's wrong. I do too. Personally. I, I agree. Couldn't agree more. Um, um, we did get word that he's in the elevator. Craig right? is in the elevator. Because I wanted to talk about the butt goal. The butt goal. Should we talk? We, let's talk about it. That's, let's talk that's about the, the butt goal. It's the other game in Buffalo. I was at that game. I guess I was at both of them. Um, <laughs> but this one, this one really pissed me off. And I'll tell you why before we even play it. It's December 23rd. Now, if you know the NHL schedule, they get, you get off, automatically get off December 24th and 5th. Back then, now you get the 4th, 5th, and 6th off in the CBA. Thank goodness. So they don't play on Christmas, can't practice on Christmas, can't do anything. But why don't you put the Arizona Coyotes in Buffalo, New York on the 23rd? I don't know if you look at a map. It's not like a quick flight home post game on the 23rd. Like, what the hell is the schedule? Like, you know what? You know what pissed the Coyotes off? Let's let them play in Buffalo on the 23rd and let's let them fly home from there so they get home at seven in the morning. Brilliant. And let's go farther. Let's play into overtime. Let's let, let, let this game go longer. And I remember we were sitting there in the coaches room. I sit in the coach's room during the game. You're going, Are you kidding me? We're going to freaking overtime? Seriously. Like, let's just get home. We just wanted to get home. Mike Smith had played well in this game, and then this happened. This is the clip. I think. Yeah, that's the clip. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's the clip. Wait, how, how do we lose this game? Oh. Just in his pants. The, the puck. I don't know if they should. Do we have the replay too? I don't know. They had to go look at the overhead. The puck went straight up in the air. Look how confused it, everyone is. Yeah, and it fell in the back of, there it is. Fell in the back of Mike Smith's pants. And as he slid into the net, they counted that as a goal. And the Coyotes lose that one too. Oh, here you go. That's this a one fun flight home, I'm sure. Up in the air, in the back of his pants. He slides into the net and they counted the goal. And we had to fly five and a half hours home after that. Absolute <laughs> misery. The The history with this Buffalo Sabre team is long and deep. Unfortunately, it's not in playoff battles battling for the Stanley Cup because those are the kind of... It's, you know, it's in like horrible battles battling for nothing. Yeah, those are the competitions you want with the team. That's what you want to have, those playoff matchups like the old Detroit and Colorado matchups. That's what you want. Not this because your two teams suck. That's that's no fun. All right. Anyway, are you ready? Uh, Happy birthday, birthday to you. <laughs> That's it. That's all the singing I'm doing, buddy. He's That's, here. Good. That's good. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Craig. I'll do the singing. You do the dancing, buddy. <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah. Craig, unfortunately, not a great showing for your birthday. Yeah. It was. Is, is it wrong of me to say that, you know, when a lot of Sabres were in COVID protocols, you know, I was thinking, well, if they're asymptomatic, not feeling badly in any way, but a lot of them are out of the lineup, hey, maybe I'll get to stay home tonight. As it turned out, it would have been a good decision after yeah. watching this See, Maybe game. you should have just stayed home regardless. <laughs> that was an ugly, ugly game. We hear the noise in the background. There are people playing. Is it the Coyotes still playing? Because they didn't start playing until the last five minutes. So maybe they decided to play well into the night to make up their 60 minutes. No. You know what? I said this in a tweet. Petey, and you've seen this a million times. This just felt like a schedule game to me. I felt like they expended all of their energy last night in that Boston game where they went toe-to-toe with a really good team all the way to the end. And then when they came out tonight, they were just they were flat. There was no push. They were, I asked Andre uh, how he saw it on the ice because he agreed with that assessment that it was a schedule game. 
I asked him where he saw it on the ice, and he said, honestly, just everywhere. There was just no push. They just didn't have it in any phase of the game tonight. Yeah, they couldn't get their feet moving. Unfortunately, it didn't show up until the last four minutes. When they pulled the goalie, everybody goes, oh, maybe we should maybe we should get our feet moving. The puck moved, shots were going to the net, and they looked like a different team that last four minutes. If they would have played like that earlier in the game, it might have been a different outcome. But clearly, there was no individual performance we can look at for the first 40 minutes and go, oh, this guy was good or bad. They just didn't have it tonight. They, they weren't moving their feet. They weren't moving the puck. It just was not a good game for the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, and that's five straight losses now. You you looked at that stretch where they were actually playing better. And look, I know they even had some good stretches on the road. The you know <laughs> start at MSG. Um, they had some good moments against Pittsburgh as well, but they've lost five in a row. You worry about the psyche of a team that has been bad all season. You know, they 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 looked like they had righted the ship a, a bit, but now they're right back in the in the dumper and and when you look at i know you guys have probably already talked about the tank watch i i'm calling games against these teams in in the uh, competition for it, the tankathon series now but pretty <laughs> pretty much everybody's pulling away like when ottawa makes up its games in hand you figure at least they'll get 3 points it's going to be like a 10 Not point much spread at all, though. yeah it's just it's a two team race like between the canadians and the coyotes and man i i don't know how it's going to end up but these two teams feel like they're going to be far behind everyone else when it's all so what do you up. think about what we talked about earlier craig what do you think about montreal and we'll call gary afterwards montreal and arizona seven game series winner gets the pick not the loser the winner seven i love game that series, idea montreal arizona Instead of Gotta a win. bunch of lottery balls, yeah, compete oh, for it. I great? mean, that's that's a, like a modification of the Shane Doan plan. I know, right? we talked about it. We yeah, talked about the Shane Doan perfect. plan today. Instead yeah. of I love it. Tanking. Um, you guys, Spencer just sent us a 1999 super chat. Craig, your Tower Station IPA is on me. I love all <laughs> you guys. Spencer Newton. Thank oh, you, Spencer. Spencer <laughs> his wallet there for a twenty dollar. We still have to. We gonna put that poll out on like Sunday or Monday. Yeah, probably we Monday. A, we'll put out a Monday poll. Um, if you haven't already replied to the tweet, the PHNX Coyotes tweet, which IPA should Craig drink? Please do so because we need input, Spencer. That super chat carries some weight, so the tower station might have to be uh, one of the ones that we choose. That might from. be on the list. Yes. Can we get to some of the birthday stuff. festivities now? Yes, we can. But before we do, and yeah. I'm sorry that I... Festivities? Um, yes. Leah's so got to ha- sell stuff. No. <laughs> well, yes and no. First of all, Craig, I know you're going to be shocked by this, but we actually haven't gotten to the DraftKings king of the game yet. So we'll just do it now that you're here. Um, okay. Shane, can you pull up our graphic? Oh, <laughs> oh Craig! No. Oh, no. <laughs> no name. No name. Seventy thousand thirty-six stories. Cool guy. Craig Morgan. DraftKings. King of the oh. game. Oh. <laughs> the applause effect. I'm That's dying. Awesome. Wait, when did they take that picture? Was that right after Craig got out of high school? <laughs> what? I don't even know where that photo's from. Actually. I don't know either. Where is the Where'd you get that photo? <laughs> I didn't I, do it. it wasn't ask, me, man. Ask Shane. Um, right. Anyway, but yes, I I will just tell everyone about <laughs> DraftKings quickly because normally I get to it earlier, but we were just having so much fun talking about that horrible game. Um, but hopefully the games tomorrow are a little bit more exciting. And this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, new customers who sign up using the promo code PHNX can bet $5 on any team to win and get $280 in free bets. If they do, if you're not a new customer, you can experience the conference championship with same game 
parlays. So be sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX. Get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet $5 to get your 280 in free bets if that team wins. That's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Craig, 21 and over. You just made the cut tonight. I know. So. Finally. Uh, 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 <laughs> finally. I, was, I was getting tripped on that all night here, by the way. <laughs> it being your birthday? Well, I hope you're ready for yeah. more. Well, and my, and my age, yeah. Well, first of all, Craig, your wife sent a photo oh, no. of you. As a child on your birthday. I'm surprised the film came in color back then. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like it's been colorized, right? It looks like it was originally (laughs) black and white. Chroma keys. Can't tell. Is that a hot dog, Craig? Craig, what are you eating? Uh, Probably cake. Look at your little hat. (laughs) (laughs) Little Craigie Morgan. That's very, very cute. I like it. Happy birthday, Unbelievable. I don't, I don't like that you guys know how to get in touch with my wife. This is dangerous. She got in touch with us. I oh, mean. my God. <laughs> no, I didn't no. even ask her. I didn't even ask I imagine her. there's a big party when you get home, a big surprise party. like they. Oh, I'm people. sure. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. kids will be asleep. and <laughs> yeah. It'll well, be awesome. I, now, we're spell- I, celebrating tomorrow. That's good. That's good. Because tonight it was so blah. But yeah. I'm sure you'll be excited. So PD actually came up with a game for us to play. Thank God. Honestly, maybe it's good that this guy's game was so bad because we can just have fun doing this. Um, so PD came up with this game. He made these graphics. I himself. made the graphics myself, Craig. This, this is, is true. Do I have to put on my glasses? So, so they're <laughs> slacking a little bit. Basically, the game is called Who's Older. That's uh, the game. That's it. It's just Who's Older. So, Craig, you get two choices, yourself <laughs> at Craig S. Morgan or a celebrity of my choice. Some are related to the hockey world or sports world and some are in the Valley. And who is older, Craig S. Morgan or the celebrity? Are, Shane, this is going to be hard. There's a lot of graphics here. Are you ready, Craig, to play who's older? <laughs> Let's, Let's get the it. first one up, Shane. Here we go. I was just watching Cobra Kai tonight. The original Karate Kid, Ralph Macchio, or Craig Morgan, who is older? Oh man, I don't know. I actually I'm, don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Ralph. And you are correct. Yeah, yeah. Ralph Macchio <laughs> just turned sixty years old. Whoa, sixty! That's what get, Greg Dillard said to me, by the way, in a text. The big six zero. Huh? The big six zero. I told him he was quite dead to yet. Me. Are you ready for the next one, Craig? We now who's, have no contact with the Coyotes anymore. Who's older, Craig, or the front man of Motley Crue, Vince Neil? I, I literally do not. I cannot name a single. It's not who looks song, younger so. because clearly you win that race. There's <laughs> yeah. some hard miles on Vince Neil. Wow. Oh my God. I, I have no idea. I know nothing about this band other than okay. their name. I hope it's Vince Neil. For I do Neil's too. Sake. I'm really, really hoping it's Vince Neil. Okay, Shane. Who? Is oh is yeah. I think we have time for two more. We'll do two more, Craig. Okay. You ready? Yep. John Hamm, big hockey fan. And again, not who's better looking. <laughs> clearly the vote would swing towards Craig easily on this one. Yep. Yep. She's talking there with Austin Matthews at the All-Star game, by the way. John Hamm, hockey fan, sports fan, or Craig Morgan, who is older? Craig Morgan. 
I'm on a guess, Craig. And you are correct. Yeah. How about the graphics, Craig? Not bad. This, this is pretty good, guys. PD did well. Like, we'll do, we got time for one more. Yeah, let's do let's one go. more. All right. oh, I'm afraid. <laughs> Another huge hockey fan there, Snoop Dogg in his LA Kings gear. Who is older? Snoop. Snoop Dogg. I want to say Snoop Dogg. I feel like it's going to be surprising. Going with Snoop. Who is older? Oh, Snoop Dogg just turned uh, 50. Oh. A very relaxed, chill. By the way, uh, another guy with some miles on him. So. And that's how you play who's right. older. So I went three for four. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad, Craig. That's that not bad. game, Petey. Good job. Yeah, that's my first day. I've worked hard at that. Get some <laughs> graphics in. So, yeah. Happy birthday, Craig. Thank you, guys. Yeah, but okay. for, for real, Craig, we are very appreciative of you and all that you do. And I hope that tomorrow you don't have to work. I hope there's no breaking news. <laughs> Please. There probably will be because you're trying to spend the day with your family relaxing. So, yeah. man, um, you guys, any other final thoughts on I just can't tonight? wait to see this team play the Colorado Avalanche again. That's what we all need <laughs> yes. to get this train right. Palette cleanser, kind of yeah. After going into a shootout with them last game in Denver, I'm sure they'll have a repeat performance of that. Not yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that Colorado team. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and they're getting ready to head into the break. I mean, I, this is just not a good matchup for the Coyotes. Uh, I, I don't know. And and it, we're now in the second half. We I, I think mean, Nate honestly, McKinnon's out, right? So yeah, maybe. Nate McKinnon's out with his broken nose. So I mean, they they still got some guys that can score. This is yep. still gonna be tough. And and you you know what? I think now is we're into the second half. I think it's really time we start to embrace the rebuild even more. And I think it's time we start talking about the draft. I think it's time we start talking about prospects. I think we start educating our fans and who's out there and what this is going to look like. So maybe there's some more things we can talk about on this show besides the performance of the Arizona Coyotes for the Craig, is that your daughter? Hi, Dad. Um, Watching right now, we're finally putting together the exercise bike. (laughs) It's Erin. That's That's your daughter. That is my daughter. Hi. (laughs) And they're putting your exercise bike together. That's what you you got to go exercise for your birthday. That's not going to happen tonight. Yeah, it's not happening. Jump on the Peloton. Here we go, Craig. Get on. Yeah, no, no. I don't need somebody yelling at me. No. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't get that side of it at all. But I I do like like uh, when when they have the. Uh, you can ride through the countryside. That's good stuff. I like that. Yeah. So, well, you have to fill us in on how that all goes. Let's <laughs> get it all put together properly. Keep you updated. Maybe I'll do a show from the Peloton. Oh, I'm, we're all my in. God. Please. We're gonna have time to kill, Craig. Please. Um, well, you guys, this was a, a bummer, but we will be back <laughs> next week um, for a two more post game shows. We'll have an additional live show with Craig live at the All Star Game in Vegas. We'll have two audio shows, so bring you content five days a week, no matter what is going on. Um, be sure to like, subscribe, follow, leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at phnx underscore coyotes. We're still taking suggestions on what my milestone Twitter following punishment should be. Um, so open to the suggestions there. Tweet us your ideas at phnx underscore coyotes. Um, be sure you're to be subscribed to our YouTube channel, phnx sports. Follow us across all social platforms. If you haven't checked us out on TikTok yet, phnx sports is on TikTok. PD, I know you're on the yeah, we'll tic- see. on We're the not, TikTok. We'll see. we'll see. TikTok watch. We'll see. <laughs> the TikTok, yes. Exactly. The, um, TikTok. the TikTok. Um, well, everyone, I don't know. I I I got I Leah, of all gone. the shows, Leah, of all of the shows, 
this was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> End it there. 